I share the idea of this podcast, this guest just ran with it and she didn't ask too many questions because she thought it was a brilliant idea. And at that time, honestly, I had too many self-doubts. So I was really, it really pumped me up to do this. She's an amazing poet and her pieces explore vulnerability based on her experiences. I think a lot of people can actually resonate with this message. I'm so happy she's sitting next to me today in studio to have this conversation with me. This is Fatma Hussein. On days like this, when I can't find the right words to explain how I'm feeling, it's usually when I've spent most of my day with the mind. The body is a plus one and we're all listening to the mind. I can't quite explain it. It's really hard to feel anything when you are this consumed by the mind. You forget that you are existing emotion in the presence so caught up in the mind you are only present inside of this gesture. Today is one of those days where you've provoked a kind of conversation around love. And you can't help but think, remember how often and easily you were swayed by others' kindness, you mistake its moment. It's too late. The heart has already found another capable feeling and you like the way it lights you up. Smile at their presence and bite your lip. This is what happy also looks like. The mind is still busy. The body and I are just watching, listening from inside of this body, still captivated by a kind of resilience, still unable to match a feeling. I am a messenger in the form of words for the mind. It's so complicated to talk this way. This is also a conversation. To disconnect with reality and check in with the way the mind is existing. I think I like this feeling. Of maybe loving someone. It reminds me of how much life is really worth. Reminds me of how it feels to be alive witness something so incredible that it makes it all worth it. Recognize as human beings, we may not necessarily agree, but it's essential to gain a kind of human interaction. As human beings, we aren't capable of too much solitude. We gain the most feeling, we gain the most feeling from, from energy dosing one another. There's no greater solitude than sharing your life with another. so good and like you were so in it because like i could tell at some point like when you got better you started smiling i'm like she's feeling it which yeah. is that was so beautiful actually thank you and <clears throat> so like i was saying before like i do know that was your first time performing and like the one thing that i've noticed like even now mm. you really must yourself in like what you're doing which is so good because it allows for like the people listening to you to also get in it with you so all of you are kind of together i don't know if you understand what no I'm i know what you mean and like i know that like like for myself personally like i know that when i write it comes from like like such an intense feeling 
and that's usually when I like write the most mm. like I don't I don't just grab like a pen and paper like my laptop and just start typing it's usually when I'm feeling a lot you know and it all just like comes out pretty mm. much it's like a release it's so like it's therapeutic in a way for me wow yeah that's so good because I feel like I was speaking to someone Alia and he said something similar like for him it's not just about writing songs it's more of a it's a therapeutic way to yeah. for him to deal and communicate with people yeah so even when in that process of writing the things he's speaking about and what he's trying to get people to listen to is what he actually feels when he's doing it yeah. which is really nice and because it allows for people also to reach into their emotions and yeah. think about things at least it does for me like i really enjoy listening to other people like poetry i don't write myself <laughs> but i really really like going for poetry shows and like stand-ups and whatever mm-hmm. just to see to be in that space because it allows you to also reflect on so yeah. many things especially the things that these people are also speaking about so that's cool yeah no like 100% I completely agree with you because I remember when I first went to my like kind of first like poetry performance yeah like one of my friends like Wani he's like my favorite he's so he's good. the reason like I got into poetry like watching him perform is like literally there's no words it's just like he just captivates you, you know? Like, it's just... 100%. I agree. Like, mind-blowing. Like, every single time he performs, I'm just like, wow. The person immerses himself in that piece, the whatever you're speaking about. Yeah. And you can tell, because the transition between if it's a happy piece into something like angry and you're trying to portray or you're speaking about something you're really passionate about or mm. some against something yeah. you can see that switch in emotion yeah. and that just doesn't come like oh snap smile now yeah that'd be really awkward <laughs> but yeah it's like, it's a smile. okay because <laughs> that happens a lot with like theater and stuff because mm. i used to do theater and sometimes if you're not in it you force yourself to be in it so yeah. it's like oh, this is a happy part. Mm, let's be happy. It's like, it should be natural. Like, you should just feel it. Yeah. Well, I like to think of it, like, as a way of, like, writing your own truth kind of thing. Because, like, I mean, also that way, like, even when you're, like, performing it, like, the people that are watching you perform can feel it too sort mm. of thing. You know, and, like, I feel like that's when you know, like, it's real, you know? Like, it's even more real. Because this is already, like, your truth that you've, like, put down, you know. And it's, like, you performing it to someone, to, like, other people, mm. you know. And them, like, reciprocating in a in a way where, like, you know, it's, like, validation almost. You know, it's kind of, like, yeah, this yeah, is my truth. It. You know? <laughs> and it's, like, yeah, the audience kind of get it. <laughs> That's so cool. You know? And, like, just on this same train, mm. I saw yesterday you put out a book. Uh- <laughs> Um, a poetry <laughs> book on Amazon, and um, tell me about that. Actually. Okay, look, listen. I, I was like, "Whoa!" If there's like one thing you need to know about me, I'm a very like impulsive person. I do a lot of things like just out of pure impulse. Like mm. even today, like me getting my ears pierced, I was just like, I saw that "Why on not?" As well. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, "Why not?" You do it after. I'm like, you've done it. Okay. Yeah, you know, like. But yeah, like that, I mean, because I remember um, one of my friends, Elizabeth, she actually had her own um, 
like launch for her poetry book mm. and I remember like talking to her about it and I was just like you know like man like how do you like how did you like you know do this like I've been thinking about it but like I don't know how to go about it and I was just like there has to be like an easier way yeah. <laughs> you know so I like kind of just I went on like I heard about Ken, like Kindle and stuff like that so I went on Amazon and then like turns out you can make it for free and I was like oh yo I was like this is I'm, I'm down for this, yeah, you know? free everything. Yeah, no, nah, for real. So I just, like, put the book together, like, chose a front cover, everything. But the way I wanted to present the book was, mm. like, um, I think no one knows this unless they buy it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you but, better buy it. <laughs> but, like, I've done it in a way where um, I want the reader to be able to see the progress so mm -hmm. the book is essentially a book of poems um how do I explain this properly it's a book of poems but done backwards if that makes sense mm. so as in I've started so the first poem is a recent one so it's a journey like I'm taking you with me yeah like through my mental health journey pretty much mm. and I've started the first poem with a recent poem and it goes until like my first okay. ever mental health that's cool yeah poem so that's really cool yeah you know I kind of wanted I kind of wanted like for me like it's like a sense of like hope kind of thing and it's like you know it, you do like get better with like self-care you know things like that and like I'm a very like big advocate on that because you know it's not it's not like mental health is not talked about yeah. you know what I mean yeah and it's like it's really like disappointing because it's such a like it's such a real like thing you know and it affects like like i know someone who's going through mental health and like it's just like it's so i don't know like it's just it's so intense and mm. it's like if you can't talk about something like that's you know that's like you know like a, a problem like to you personally but also like other people, people are going through it yeah and it's like it's this taboo thing that you can't talk oh about God. like it's just you know it doesn't make I sense i totally get what you're saying and like well we went for the same talk <laughs> so yeah this. yeah yeah and um during the talk i like how um man, i actually don't know how to pronounce his name uh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. and I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna try because I don't want to. So one of yeah. the one of the speakers, um, he was an AFL player, and he said, um, <clears throat> he found it particularly interesting that not that much attention is paid to your mental health. And I was trying to put myself in, like, a sports situation. Mm -hmm. If you were to break your leg, they'd be like, yo, your leg's broken. We need you to play the next match. Like, all the doctors they exactly. need, like, go to so-and-so, referring to everyone. And he was saying how, like, if he sometimes he'd go for for practice and be like, um, he can't do it because... No, he can't do it. He doesn't feel like doing it because he's not there mentally. Mm. And he said that it's funny how, like, if, you're, if your mental health or if your mental state is not on 100% or at a place where you're comfortable, it controls the rest of your body. 100%, so everything else right? is not there. And to be honest, I'd never thought about it that... Like, I knew that at the back of my mind. Mm. But when he said it, I was yeah. like, damn, that's so true. It's true. Like, sometimes we do a lot of things and we're not conscious of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And it's because we've just been... Like, in our society that state that mental state has just been put on hold somewhere it's like oh okay that can wait 
So let's get to this first, and then it's like mental health. That's not serious. You just you're just sad, or I don't know. Yeah. People take it very lightly. Exactly, and you don't. And I, you know, I just to be honest, I don't get it because the thing is, yeah, if you think about it, your brain is like the most, um, like it's the most like powerful organ in your body. Yeah. If your brain doesn't work. <laughs> nothing else exactly <laughs> you know work. so it's like if you're not like if you're not like you know able to like focus like you know mentally mm. like how are you gonna focus physically so it's like you know i just i really don't get it because it's like your mind controls a lot of the things you do and it's like if you're not like mentally present like you're just not there you yeah. know like you're not focused you don't like you kind of like you're very like disconnected with like reality you know yeah one hundred percent. Yeah, and oh. I find it like, <clears throat> well, since I've been in Melbourne, mm. and because I came from home in like Kenya, mm, like yeah. mental health back home is it's spoken about, but people are trying to speak about it still. But then there's so much influence with culture. Uh. As much as we're in the city, or we've been raised in the city, mm. or it doesn't even matter where you are. Mm. But then there's this. Um, transition that's still there and it's like it's very culturally influenced mm-hmm. and since it was seen as a taboo thing in the mm-hmm. past no one kind of takes it that seriously yeah. so for example like until recently I realized actually that I've I was going through so many things when I was younger mm-hmm. but then I didn't know that I could actually find help from someone else like speaking to someone else mm-hmm. like it didn't have to be a therapist but it could have been like even a close friend someone exactly. you trust you know? and yeah. then I just didn't I wasn't there and it's because also maybe like around me the people who surrounded me at that time I didn't feel like I'd be comfortable speaking to them because that conversation never comes up and I think mm-hmm. I, I I read this or I, I saw this somewhere where someone's like sometimes in most African households your parents don't ask you, like, how are you? It's yeah. like, oh, how's school? Like, it's I everything think. else, but then it seems like it's revolving around how you're doing, but yeah. it really isn't. It's like, how do you feel? You don't talk about this thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's so I'm, true. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and I realized, like, for me, that was a problem. Like, no one actually wanted to know how I was doing. And because I was so used to that happening... I didn't know that I needed it. And then now when I got older and I started to understand things and some of these things started affecting me when I was older, mm. I'm like, damn, all these things I was going through when I was younger, like me thinking I'm different, I don't know how to do some stuff. Yeah. Or like, so me being in a family where things are just going in different directions mm. and it's like, how do I even sit down and I'm like, yo, mom, why am I feeling like this? She'd probably just look at me like, I don't know, is it yeah. school? I know what you mean. It's just yeah, messed up. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Because I feel like, yeah, culture culture and religion, like, very... Yeah, I know. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Because I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah. It's hard for, like, the older generations to understand it. Because to them, it's like, it's not a big deal, you know? Yeah. And it's like you can... It's like an off switch, you know? It's like, like it should be like, you know, with time, like, you'll get over it Exa- kind of thing. You, you said know? it perfectly. With time, you'll get over it. Yeah. They're yeah. like, it's it's like, it's just not even, it's just a phase, you know, kind mm. of thing. Like, you'll get over it. But really, like, it's not it's like not I've, okay. like, I've 
I'm like 22 going 23 now you know it's not a phase like I've had this for like years yeah now you know and I think like the problem with that is it keeps building up and it gets to a point where you actually can't handle because mm. then I feel like personally when mm. I was young of course when I was younger I did actually think about therapy like all these things are not crossing my mind because yeah. then again I thought I'm just upset of, about something or man it's just how life is I don't know I just I didn't know. know what I was and doing now I know what you mean and then yeah. now I'm like these things that happen how do I deal with that now and until recently when I was able to have a conversation with like one of my really close friends mm. and I was sharing things and <laughs> she was even she's like Daisy I honestly didn't know you're going through all this stuff and I'm like best believe I didn't know I was going through this stuff For real. You know? but then when I'm speaking to someone that process of me speaking to someone else, I'm like, wow, that's actually happening to me. Like, I'm speaking, I'm even surprised I'm speaking about myself sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, did I just go through that? Or is this really happening? And I guess in this, in that process of speaking to people, mm-hmm. it's allowing me to also know a bit more about myself. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like, the thing is, I feel like, um, I feel like what you don't realize a, a lot when you speak something that's so like, that's so like, oh, what's the word? That's so internalized in you to like someone you care about and someone you trust. Yeah. Like you almost, it's like you said, like you almost don't realize like these are, <laughs> it's coming out from your own mouth and these are like your experiences yeah. because like they're like a manifestation, you know? They're like something that like you probably weren't like really conscious of you know, and it, like, built up, and then you started to become aware of it, and then you were like, hmm, this is a problem, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, you know, because you're just, like, you start thinking, like, is this normal, like, am I normal, and then you go on Google, and it's, like, you just, it's, It's like, it's constantly there, and you keep surprising yourself, and, um, you know, when I came here, like, I kind of knew, so I didn't know anyone when I came here. Like, literally, mm. zero people. <laughs> and, like, all my friends were, like, going to UK. And so there's a whole bunch of, like, my high school. It's like a high school reunion in the UK. Like, Damn. I see it happening. All, like, oh, let's hang out or something. They're all and close to each UK. other and blah, blah, blah. Damn. And so when I was coming here, I was like, yeah, I don't have no friends. Like, I'm starting over, but I love it. Mm. And then I came here and it's like, boom, you're here. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was ready in my head. And then when it was time to, like leave this starting over and everything I'm just like crap I don't know what I'm doing like yeah. what did I get myself into yeah. and um I guess that time also like because I didn't I didn't have friends for like three months um and and by friends I mean like people I could actually speak to mm. like kind of spoke to people in uni it's like hey hey let's hang and out in uni like... and then after that it's over like actually yeah. had no relationships outside of this this uni yeah yeah and that space, because I had to be by myself a lot of time, mm. it allowed me to get to know a lot of other things about myself. Because then I had so much time, because I have uni like three days, mm-hmm. and then you're home all the other days, because <laughs> you have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. And just small things like, oh, I'm able to do that. And sometimes I've always been that person who has a lot of thoughts in my head. I just don't know how me to too. articulate them all the time. Yeah, me too. And sometimes I really want to say stuff. I'm like, how do I say it? Yeah. And in that process of being by myself, 
I just started researching things that I particularly found interesting. And it's that time that I was able to realize that I'm, I was going through so much stuff, but I was never able to speak about it. So that alone time allowed me to to realize like the things I was going through. Yeah, you know, I'm a like, lot. I'm actually so glad you said that because I feel like I feel like I realized that too because like I feel like a lot of people like are scared of like that alone time. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like people don't realize how like essential it is to get to know yourself, like to really get to know yourself, like yeah. deeper than the surface. You know. Yeah. And it's like, just like you said, like, it makes you realize a lot of things. Like, you like you get to, like, know yourself, like, on a deeper level, you know, where, like, you get up to, like, you know, learning new skills that you didn't even know you could do. You're just like, damn, mm. like, I can, I can, yeah, I can do this, this. Like, since when, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's really, because, like, it even helps, like, especially, like, me and you, because you said, like, you're in your head a lot. Like, it really helps just to, like, be alone and, like, be in a quiet space. So you can, like, actually, like, you know, have a breather, like, with yourself, you know? Like, things are going on in your head and it's, like, things are going on, like, for your, like, you know. Around people. Yeah, you know? And it's, like, you need that time, like, that quiet, Mm. like, solitude, you know? Just to be, like, just to think, you know? Just stop and, like, breathe pretty much, you know? Like, My best time of the day is, honestly, in the evening when I'm by myself. And when I was younger, mm. I used to be, I'm still, I think I, I've always been bubbly and, like, happy. <laughs> well, it depends on how you think of happiness. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I'm just really bubbly and I'm very friendly to people. Mm. But I was more talkative when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to tell me, like, sometimes you'd be on the bus and I'd talk, like, so from the city to like my village mm. is like six hours, Dang. and that's like a good driver. <laughs> Could be longer. And she was like, "Yo, I used to talk to strangers, and you talk all the way wow. nonstop." But then my stories would be so funny, and everyone like it was entertaining for everyone wow. else. And I remember, like, I think maybe three years ago, mm. I was hanging out with my cousins, and they're like, "Man, Daisy, you've changed so much. Like, you don't talk that much." And I didn't realize it. I'm like, mm. really? Like, I feel like I still talk a lot and stuff. But then I realized what happened is when I grew older, mm. I just became more conscious of being, having my own space. And um, mm. I've been called an introvert a lot of times. Yeah. And Gang. I think I am. <laughs> and yeah. I like the idea of it. But then the thing is, being an introvert doesn't mean you're not social. Like exactly. the people have that misconception, things. you know. I'm like, just because I like being by myself doesn't mean I don't yeah. want to speak to other people and oh have time God. with other people. Yes. It's just because I honestly just like my space. I get that a lot and too, yeah. I know like sometimes when even I'm around space, I mean, I'm around people, sometimes it's draining. It just is. Just being there for a long no, time. No, it is because it's like you're <laughs> listening to people, you know, and it's like whether you're like, you know, actually listening to them or not like you're like your body is still taking that information it might be like one in like in one ear and out the other but you're still like taking in that information and it's a present. lot and you there's know? so much energy feeding i love being around people mm. but then also what i found when i in this process of like growing older i don't know getting to know myself yeah. is it depends with what energy is in those spaces so i found myself putting myself at um, getting out of some groups or like some spaces mm. because that would be more draining for me. It's like, honestly, I can't deal. 
and it's like a battery low situation. Like I'd start on a hundred percent and honestly you can see my my energy going low and low and it reaches a point where I'm just spitting off your energy now. It's like because now you want me to do things and I'm like, I just can't. Like I'm not in that space. At least Hey guys, <laughs> don't come in. Oh my god. At least you oh my god. Okay, I'm never gonna say anything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at least you're like that. I completely shut down. I am the worst. Like I even like I know when I'm like with my friends and I'll be like talking to them and then all of a sudden I've just gone mute. <laughs> like it's so bad. I, seriously, at least you go from like a hundred. <laughs> I'm like zero. <laughs> like literally. Like, I wouldn't even notice it. Like, my friends will be, like... I'm literally, like, one of those... I'm literally the person in, like, my friends' group mm. that, like, I will not talk <laughs> unless I actually, oh like, want to God. or if I want to say something. We're the same person. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, like, just mute. And they're, like, Fatima, are you okay? I'm, like, yeah, I'm chilling. And I'm yeah. just... You know, like, there's nothing wrong. I'm just chilling. Like, yeah. I, I get know. that a lot as well. It's, like... Because I'm smiling or laughing, like, most of the time. Yeah. If I just close my mouth and, like, I'm Something's doing Something's wrong, right? Like, are you okay? Oh, my it's God. It's good. Like, it shows, like, actually people are concerned, which yeah, is, like, yeah. some other thing. Yeah, yeah, At least they care, yeah. But then it's, like, it's fine. I can close. Oh I can God. be in some spaces where I'm, I just want to be, I don't know, straight face. Mm. Like, you don't realize it. It's But it's, like, when other people bring it up, it's, like, oh, man. Yeah. And... It is draining sometimes. It I've is. been in those situations where now when I'm on zero and I actually can't do stuff, I just I just can't. Like, even yeah. this weekend, like, my friends wanted to go somewhere and I'm like, I don't want to come. I really want to come because, like, we'll hang out and mm. stuff. But me being there will just be a burden for you guys because now you'll be bothered yeah. with me and you're like, are you okay? Oh, my God. Like, I'll just drain your energy and I won't have a good time and then that will make you guys have a good time because you're concerned about me. Yo. And it's like, yo, let's just not do we're it. We're actually the same person, <laughs> for real. Like, even, oh, my God, we're actually the same person because I know that, like, especially when um, I've had, like, a really, like, bad day, like, with my mental health, I just go through this, like, just, I don't even know how long it lasts because I don't keep track, but I just won't talk to anyone. Like, I'll disconnect from everything, like social media, mm. my friends. Like, if anyone calls me, I don't pick up. Like, it's so, like, it's so bad. But I can't help it. Like, it's just, I don't want to have to, like, explain to them because yeah. I feel like, oh, it's weird. It's almost like, I just feel, like, a little bit uncomfortable mm. because it's not talked about because I don't talk about it. And you don't know how they'll I take it either. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, and... Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I... Oh, my God. Okay. I'll tell you something, actually, that happened. There was this one time I had um, an interview with David Jones, but it was just, like, via email. Mm. But And it was for retail. But I swore to myself I wouldn't work in retail anymore just because it's become, like, kind of, like, a trigger for me a little bit. Oh, okay. So... But, um, yeah, so I was telling, like, we were in the city, and I was just telling one of my friends, I was like, oh, my God, like... You wouldn't believe, like, I applied for David Jones, like, months ago. And they, like, just got back to me, like, mm. with an interview. And I was just like, oh, but I'm not going to go because it's, like, I'm, like, I just told them I'm, like, done with retail because it's not, like, like, healthy for me anymore kind mm. of thing. And she was, like, to me, it's so, it's, like, even up to this day, I'm kind of just, like, damn, like, but she was, like, to me, um, 
she was like to me, she said something along the lines of like, you know, don't you think you're being like a little bit ungrateful? And Ooh. in my, yeah, you know, in my head, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, the thing is like, I, cause I'm the type of person, you know, like I, like, I kind of take other people's like feelings and like words under consideration kind of thing. So yeah. in my head, I was like, why didn't she say that? You yeah. Know? But I didn't like react. Like my face was like, I didn't say anything like after she said that. But in my head, I was just like, okay, she probably said that because like, you know, one, nobody talks about mental health. Two, I don't talk about mental health to her. Mm. And three, it's not a conversation that people like to have, you know, even like public wise. Yeah. You know, so I was just, but the thing is like, for me, I was like, the, after like after I was thinking about it, I was just like, but wait, she's my friend. Like, how is she <laughs> saying this to me? Yeah. You know, and I was, I kind of like snapped a little bit, but I had to like catch myself. But I was like to her, like, you know, like, it's not like that I'm being ungrateful. It's just that like, you know, for me, it's become like a trigger and it's not like something I can like do anymore. And it's like, if something triggers my mental health, well, I'm trying to get better. Like, it doesn't help you know, the and there's progress. other opportunities like yo a retail the only thing in this world like yeah. you can get like cash flow from you know what I mean but like yeah I don't know I didn't really like expand on it because I just felt like if I didn't because the thing is I also struggle to explain it so it's like I don't know how, how to, to articulate it yeah you know and it's like if I don't know how to explain it and I'm the one going through it how is someone else gonna understand you know that is so true. Yeah. And so I've like, I've had like um instances with that myself and even with some of my friends, even with small things like sometimes they're upset mm-hmm. but they don't know how to explain to you and then it frustrates them because they can tell like you're really trying. Yeah, yeah. And so it becomes a situation where now both parties are frustrated. I'm frustrated yeah. trying to find out what's going on and the other person's frustrated because they can't get through to me. Yeah. And um like, I know for the longest time, also, I'm, I'm one of those people who are, like, a closed book inside, like, 20 other closed books. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like the more you get to you know back. me, I just throw things out and you're like, damn, <laughs> I thought I knew you. And it's not because, I think it's also because I've always been in that situation where I just don't know if I tell you something, how it's going to go. Yo. And it's not like I always think about it in my head when I'm speaking to someone. It's like, if I tell her, I don't know what will happen. It's just become so normal. It's like, I just don't talk about some things. Mm. And so I'm very secretive. It's not even secretive. I'm just yeah, private. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's like legit 100%. That's actually <laughs> me. Like, I'm a, like I know I'm a, I'm a very private person. And I'll only talk about something if I want to talk about it. You mm. know? And the thing is, funny thing is like a lot of people like even my close friends like they think they know me but really they don't. like it's <laughs> yeah. actually like sorry to break it to you guys but like legit like you don't know me you know yeah it's it's and it's it's so natural mm. that because we've you you kind of get used to it mm. and then until you find that comfortable spot it's not like you're looking for it it's just gonna come out one mm. day it's just, yeah. and then everyone's like whoa i'm yeah. like yo <laughs> There you go. And the thing is, they don't expect you. <laughs> and you're just like... No, you did that? Oh, that happened to you? It's like, oh my God. And then that's the other thing. Sometimes you tell people stuff mm. and then they're sympathizing. I'm like, that's a problem. That's why I don't tell you stuff. I know. I don't want sympathy. Oh like, God. I want you to understand yeah. that this is why I do things in this way. Like, me having gone through this or this having happened to me kind of affected me in this way or... Don't sympathize. Yeah, but also, it's hard. I know it's hard for them because they don't know how to react. Yeah, yeah. 
And exactly. Then, then that's a problem because it's like exactly. <laughs> it's like and it's so like, cool. do you know what's really funny? I find it really interesting that whenever I whenever I choose to tell someone a personal thing, I feel like I feel like I would much rather them like listen than say anything. <laughs> mm. Because the thing is, I know that like I know that like I don't talk about these kinds of things in general so it's like when I do they're shocked and they don't know what to say you know yeah and it's like I would kind of much rather than listen than like say Say something something. because I like and you're always the one they come to yeah please (laughs) oh my god do you know what have you ever done the personality test I I think you might be an INFJ yo I am (laughs) oh my god I knew it. I swear you were talking like this. And I'm just like, wait, that's me. That's actually me. Oh wow. my god. Wow. Oh. And I always say it also because when you post like stuff on Instagram, you're always like, yeah. There. And yeah. I'm like, I never thought about it like it's you and stuff. And, mm. Oh my goodness. That's we're crazy. the same person. We're actually like, the same person. <laughs> legit. Okay. You're saying stuff, I'm like, mm, mm. And we, it's kind of an aha uh-huh moment. Yeah, yeah. You Even with can you. see it, and then we can, like, I can see her, and it's I like, yeah. We're making justice <laughs> on each other as we're talking. We're like, oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is so meant to be, by the way. Oh, man. Actually, this is so funny, because we actually met very randomly. Exactly. <laughs> and, like... And now we just when have to I, be you best friends. You know what? I really like this. <laughs> so we met at a show, and maybe you'll hear both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. So this girl performs. I'm like, woo, her sister said like she's not performed before. I'm like, she's really good. Her poem's really good. Her performance was sick. Everyone thought so as well. And then we get on the tram. I think we were going, yeah, it was starting to like really Yeah, we were leaving. all going home or something. And like, so I'm speaking to my cousin and my friends in Swahili. And then they're like, oh my God, you speak Swahili? And I'm like, yes, we do. Um, and then we just, I think we just started talking about like how we all speak like Yeah, we Swahili. literally, yeah. And then we started speaking Swahili a little bit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we Yo. did know each other. Like we legit did know each other. And then I think we also started talking about people on the tram. Yeah, like we did. They're speaking in Swahili. We actually um, did. It was oh, actually a really good man. interaction. And then after we just exchanged like, um, social media yeah. names like you and your you had your sister and I think two of your other friends yeah a um, family friend and like another family friend yeah and then us guys and then we left I remember you were going home but like yeah that's crazy like we just met these people on the tram oh because Alia because like, I don't know where I had this or if it's ever happened but I was speaking I think I was just like in high school or something yeah. and so this situation where you get like five people even two people in one room mm-hmm. and they stay together for like a year different languages Whoa. don't understand each other different backgrounds they they'll have to find a way to communicate with each other and at Whoa. first it's gonna be like non-verbal communication because you don't understand each other yeah, yeah. and then at some point because it's just you guys you kind of want to speak to each other mm-hmm. but then it's different languages and in that space you develop a language. Even if it doesn't exist, you come up with a language. Yeah. Even if it's fusing words from both sides. And it can be small things like you pointing at something yeah. and go like, chair. And then the other person will be like, oh, so that's why you call that in your language. So mm-hmm. when they speak to you the next time, they'll be like, chair. And then in that process, like exchanging, like a new language is just comes up. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty sick. That's amazing. Like yeah. that understanding of it because it's actually possible. Yeah. 
And you know what's so weird? I don't know. This is so cheesy. And this is kind of like a little bit <laughs> off topic. But like, have you heard of like how people are saying like things like, oh, um, like love has no language, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like it's like similar, you know, like language barriers, not like it mm. shows you like it's not like even really like a big deal. You yeah. Because it's like if you want to, you know, if you want to like get your message across, you will. Yeah. You know. That's true. And there's this, um, I, I don't know why I forgot her name, but there's this poet, poet um, she's South African, and she puts videos up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And there's this one poem she spoke about, and it was about how English has become, like, this language that if you're really eloquent in it, mm-hmm. it's seen as being intelligent. Wow. But then, um, especially among Africans, um, there's this idea that if you're eloquent in English, you're just very learned or you're very educated. And I'm happy that these days it's slow, it's fading out. Yeah. Because again, yeah. it's just some sort of neo-colonialism that's within exactly. us. Exactly. It's like oh, you're from mindset. like for example, if someone was I know like it, this is kind of still there, but if you were to go back and let's say you studied abroad, like if I was to go back home today. I'd get special consideration just because my paper says mm. I studied in Australia. And it's like, oh, man, she was in Australia. She mu- yeah. And I can it's have like the a, same... Yeah, crazy assumptions the that same, come with it. Um, the same, what do you call it? Capacities as someone else who went to uni in Kenya. Well, mm-hmm. there's no uni for audio engineering, but this is, like, for something I else. I know what you mean. Like, you yeah. both have the same the same qualifications, but then they look at my paper and just see Australia, yeah. and they're like, nah, she gets it, because they'll, she went Yeah, there. they'll associate that with, like, intelligence, intelligence. and articulate. And, and, like, their unis are better. And, like, there's this neocolonialism, and it just comes, of course, from colonialism, that they're better. And I think that idea of them being better and, like, white people or people in Western worlds, so even Africans yeah. who've gone, like, immigrants who are somewhere yeah. else and in diaspora, they're just better than us who are in Africa and doing stuff. It's something that really bothers me. Me too, I know what you mean. And it's also affecting our generation because I saw it when we were applying for uni. Mm. And it's like, I want to go to uni in this country because it's better it's like nah you can do medicine here it's the same thing and sometimes these guys come here to study medicine in our unis because they're better but then there's this oh it's like a yeah i don't know what's the word it's like to be honest it's just like a western thing like it's it's kind of like a having like a very just very colonized mindset in general to Mm. be honest like and it's so sad that that happens because I find that, like, um, like I feel like, what am I trying to say? I feel like, uh, like especially the older generation, yeah. like, say if they um, don't speak English properly, like, that doesn't mean that they're not intelligent. You know mm. what I mean? Because they're probably, like, able to, like, they're able to say things in their language more fluently like, and just because that they don't know English doesn't mean that they're, like, less intelligent, you yeah. know? Like, and it's just a language thing. Exactly. That's it. It's, it's got nothing to thing. do with intelligence and being <laughs> articulate. Like, that's so dumb. Like, seriously, it's so... And no, I was arguing with someone else, and I'm like, so something, a language like French. Yeah. People in France, so, because they speak another language, 
and they're still like a you in Europe in the same mm. continent mm. as Britain, for example. Mm. Them just not understanding English, mm. and when like how they're treated if they speak in a French accent, it's like it's okay. Like that you're speaking your African accent, and it's like, nah, bro, you can't yeah. speak English. I know. And I'm like, what the hell? And I saw, like, um, I don't know why I didn't write this down, but there was a test done on stereotypes, and they put girls and boys in the same room, and the first group was told that this test is to see, like, who's going to perform better. And they both had equal capacities. And then the other the other tests that they did, they weren't told the same thing. It was two different groups. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, oh, do this test. And then they analyzed all of them. And the tests where they were told that this is meant to see, like, who does better than the other, mm-hmm. both the girls and both the female and males, their performance was equal. So both they're both of equal capacities, but they both did really well. But this other one, it wasn't. The, the men did better than the women. And so oh, what, this. like, that test just proved the fact that the, inter- the internalization of, like, stereotypes, mm-hmm. how it affects you in situations. But when someone makes you aware that you're being stereotyped, mm-hmm. you step out of that of that box. Yeah. So this was the women being like, oh, so you think the boys will do better? Now we'll show you we're doing better. Yeah, and yeah. so they did. And then in this situation, because it's in your subconscious somewhere, yeah, yeah. they just didn't push themselves hard enough. Yeah, I know and then that's mean, where yeah. the argument of like men doing better than women in school comes in. But I think that's a whole bunch of BS because if you look at the exposure that women have in comparison to the exposure that men have, it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. And I saw it so badly when I came to this uni mm-hmm. and I was the only girl in my class. Yeah. And I'm like... Okay, this is interesting. This is fun. (laughs) And, like, even the interactions between us, and they do it in, like, small things, but I, (laughs) like, sometimes carrying stuff, they're like, I will you be able to carry that? And I'm like, Uh, I can. Um, I can pick some bike for myself. But then, for them, they think they're doing it out of a good place. Yeah. But then it's because they've been conditioned to think women can't do some things for themselves. It's like, oh, that looks heavy. Maybe I'll go help you. Mm -hmm. But then... Do you think that I can do it? And then if I'm struggling, I'll actually ask you to help me. Or if I don't ask for help and I'm actually struggling, then come and offer your help. No, I know what you mean. Because that actually happened to me at work. Like, because I... (laughs) Funny thing is, I'm the only female as well. And it's all guys, yeah? And, like, because I do, like, it's a lot of labor. Like, you're lifting boxes off the Mm. cage, putting them on the floor, like, unpacking and all that stuff. And there was this, like, one time I was putting all my back stock on a cage. Mm. And, like, I was I was fine, bro. <laughs> I was actually fine. And he comes up and he's just like, oh, no, like, like, that's fine. Like, I'll get that one for you. And it's, like, in my head, I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I can do it myself. But it's, like, it's weird that it doesn't come out. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, like, a, like, you know, like, you know, like, your condition. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I was, like, going to, like, in my head, I was, like, thinking, like, what You're is really he doing? I was, head. like, it's fine. Like, I've, <laughs> like I, I've got this, you yeah. know? But, like, it's so weird that it's, like, like, we kind of just let it happen. But it's not, like, because we want to. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. I think it's just, like, a, you know. I think it's also sometimes within us. Because, um. I was watching, I watched a, a, while, a while ago, um, Chimamanda's talk on We Should All Be Feminists. 
Mm. Um, she has a book as well, if you're keen. Yeah. I think you should all watch it and all... It's a good yeah. dog. <laughs> um, and she says, like... So, she's like, oh, oh, we should raise boys differently. Like, male children differently. Because when they're raised, there's this idea for... And she gave this example where she had older brothers mm. and the older brothers is there to protect you. And the mom would be like, oh, no, just go somewhere with, like, your older brother because they're there to protect you. Mm. And so there's this idea for we need men for protection. And then (coughs) it's like we really don't. But then sometimes we do because also what society has become, it's just become unsafe for us to go to some places or for us to do certain things without feeling that male presence but that's a problem like we actually so. need to but that's, have that yeah that I know. Male presence. <laughs> like, we need like sometimes you're actually uncomfortable oh. being in places like that story i was telling you before like yeah. i was being followed but then the first thing i did was man i need a male to actually accompany me the, to go you home know, it's weird because it's like you're not the only one thinking this because it's like a predator could also be like oh like oh my god like there's a, like you know there's a guy there's a male presence there you know so mm. it's kind of like maybe they would come up to you yes as well yes but that's like <clears throat> man that's a whole other situation <laughs> like but then it's just a constant cycle and she's like if we change this maybe something would happen and in the same like i think at about the same time she spoke about how like um if 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 a girl and a boy like in high school go out like for a function or something mm. the boy is expected to pay and she's like, why is a boy expected to pay? If we're being logical, the person with more should pay. Or split the split bit into it. half. That's it's like double, everyone pays equally. Double rule. And then it. she went on to say, but the reason why men are expected to pay is because historically, they've just had more opportunities. And they've been able to have more than women. And so at that time, it's logical for the person with more to pay. But mm-hmm. then now we've come to a point where it's not always men with more. It's not always men who can pay, and they shouldn't. It should be that thing, split yeah, into half, or like whoever whoever wants to, or whoever's at a better position to, let them do it. But then what I think what she's just trying to say is, we are moving, but then we're still dragging ourselves backwards. Yeah, and I I've like seen, well, it's like, we really want to move, like we're all for, yes, equality, men and women. And then when it comes to actually doing stuff, you're like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. Like there's that. We pulling. need a lot more doors. It's like there's a lot of yeah. things in becoming like equal, and it's not just opportunities. It's just it's even the it's a mindset. Things. Yeah, <laughs> it starts. It starts with yourself. To be honest, if you can change the way you're thinking and like really unpack like your thoughts, kind of thing. Like you know, just try to figure out like <laughs> like are you being stereotypical? Mm. You know. And, like, try and, like, question yourself. Like, why am I thinking like this, you know? And then, like, just, you know, be like, is it right to think like Is it fair to think like this, you know? And obviously it it's fair not. fair to think like this? It's a know? good one. Yeah. I was on the tram yesterday. I was not on the tram. I didn't get to get on the tram. <laughs> so I was reading my book, like, at the tram stop. And then the tram comes. And you know how you wait for people to come out so you can go in? Mm. So we're all standing, like, on one side. Mm. Then there was two people in front of me who's to like, you know how you make like a fake queue? It's not a queue, but then you're kind of queuing to go in. So they were in it. And I just thought they were going on the tram. But they were still talking to each other. So I was like, oh, they're both going in. And then they did move. So I was like, excuse me. But then that process of like tag and slack, the tram left. 
And I had a lecture, and I'm like, damn it, now I'm going to be late. And I remember I was so frustrated, but I turned back. I was just like, are you kidding me? But I wasn't speaking to them. I was thinking of, I just said it loudly, but that was what was in my head. Because mm. then I was like, I'm going to be late. And my lecturer is like, if you're on time, you're late. So he marks a roll 10 minutes into class. And if you're not there, you're wow. absent. And I'm just like, I can't even make it there in 10 minutes. Wow. Like, now I have to walk. But even if I was to catch a tram, there's no way I'm going to make it in 10 Time, minutes. Yeah. But then that situation, like, not on, I, I walked. Mm. On my walk here, I was just trying to think, why would you do that? Like, why would you, why would you inconvenience someone else? Mm. But it's because we're so wrapped around ourselves. We're so selfish. We don't think about other people in situations. Like, if, and it's not just these two people. Sometimes I do it. Mm. And then I think that reflection allowed me to be more open to think, about how my actions affect other people because if these people were conscious of the fact that other people were getting on the tram they'd move to the side or something or they'd just be more aware of what they're doing and even the smallest things like i watched i don't know have you heard of the show you can't ask that um it comes on abc um, I think it's on Ivy. I never watched TV, so I always watched it. On yeah, Ivy. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know anything about television. <laughs> um, <Just wait. laughs> but it's like the one of the few shows I got actually to see on TV when I got here, mm. and I follow it up till today. And so they ask questions like that you wouldn't ask in a normal situation. So they oh, feature actually, people yeah, like they featured refugees, they featured dwarfs, um, oh. homeless people. And so they ask them just questions that people are kind of afraid to ask or questions Uh that ideally it's things that people don't want to talk about because they're afraid of what they answer. Yeah, they don't want to like offend anyone. Yeah. And sometimes they're just ignorant and they just don't want to know. Exactly. And so there's this um, episode with homeless people Mm -hmm. and, um, and the question was something like, oh, I think it was, why are you homeless? And all these people who are homeless, only two of them are homeless because they were drug addicts. Mm. Everyone else either had like abuse from home, um, or was running away from conflict within the home, or yeah. being being at home was not healthy. Yeah. And some of them, like two, there was this couple that really wanted to get married, but both their families didn't like it, so they both didn't have anywhere to go, mm. and they had children and stuff like that. But then I was thinking about it, like the first. <laughs> my interactions with like conversations within other people and even what I thought like a lot of times when I saw homeless people is you're a druggie yeah. or you just don't know how to get your life together why are you why are you borrowing money like just go just your health you look like you're healthy you have strength just go and find a job yeah. and so when they were speaking some of them were saying it's so hard for them to even get jobs because you have no address so yeah, I know they don't know what to do and <clears throat> Like, these people have legitimate reasons of running away. And I remember one lady was saying her children didn't know she was homeless because she had all the children. And she'd walk on the street and she'd have her head down all the time because she felt like she wasn't worthy. And one time someone stopped her and was like, are you okay? And that person just asking whether she was okay made her feel better because she actually got to the realization like some people actually see her. Because she's saying how sometimes she walks and people just hit her. Like, you know, everyone's just wrapped in their minds. You're not even conscious of what's around you. They're all kind of, like, wrapped up in themselves, you know. And she was so shocked that this person picked her out and was curious to find out what's Mm -hmm. wrong. And she said, like, the person took her to lunch and they had a meal and was actually keen to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And 
um, the conversation. Um, and she felt so much better after that conversation because someone looked at her as a human being, not as thing. a homeless person. That's the thing, though, because, like, I've, to be honest, like, I've, I've had conversations with, like, a few homeless people, and yeah. it's really, like... Like, when you hear about their situation, it kind of just, like, really, like, puts things in perspective about, like, the world and, yeah. like, society and things. And it really just goes to show you, like, you should never, 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 never judge anybody. Yeah. Like, you don't have that right. You don't. You should and you never don't even judge know anyone. And even if you do, just don't. Exactly. <laughs> like, just just don't do it. <laughs> like, like, if no, you're going to do it, do it in your head. Don't, like, do it out loud. Because That's it's like, true. you don't know this person, you know? Yeah. You don't know their life. You don't know what they've been through, mm. you know? And that, like, even that talking to them, it just makes them, it just makes them feel better. Like, there's that, yeah. it's because no one looks, they, um, a lot of them said it in the interview, like, a lot of people don't look at them even. It's like, oh, you're just wasting my space. And they, like, some people would say, would comments towards them. And you see these videos on Facebook, like, so when just, random people so. do social experiments yeah. and, like, you just being clean and you being dirty, like, those two things. Our society, we mm. speak about love all the time, mm. but we don't even show it. Mm. Like, everyone's here, bro, love, we love everybody, yeah. love your neighbor, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to actually showing these things, when it's outside of your circle, outside of your family, outside of the people that you love, um, it's just, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I've been really trying to also get myself out of that space yeah. and just, just speak to them. Or, I don't know. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting when you speak to them and the interaction is really cool. And them just, and sometimes like they have plans for themselves yeah, and they're right. really knowledgeable or intelligent, but just something just didn't go the way they planned it to. Exactly. And the thing is, you know what people don't realise? You don't know what's going to happen the next day. You could be homeless to yourself. That's true. You know? And it's, like, also another interesting thing that I thought was, like, actually really, really interesting. Because the thing is, like, when you're a naturally, like, um, empathetic and compassionate person, it doesn't, like, you don't, like, think about that, like, you know, why, like, I mean, you do think about it, like, why other people aren't mm. like you know kind and stuff like oh, that yeah, yeah. but you don't realize that being compassionate and being kind is a learned thing you know that is so true you don't realize that that is so true because uh, like people people like to think they're kind as well yeah. you know but it's like until you know it's like proven yeah it's a learned thing it doesn't just doesn't come naturally for everyone mm. you know? and also the people you surround yourself with oh yeah 100%, because i strongly um, believe that I remember when when I was in the process of like getting to know people and making friends like yeah mm-hmm. I met this one friend and then all these like other friends in the process mm-hmm. and there's this one time we have like a camp and there's this one one guy in the group he's so selfless like he'd come in he'd make breakfast for everybody else mm-hmm. and I remember this one time he actually made eggs for everyone and then <sighs> the eggs ran out and he didn't have eggs but he didn't say it and he'd never make you know like he's so hard like he's just he always puts other people before himself all the time and he didn't realize it because i remember this this one time like we went around and we're like oh let's just share like what you liked or the virtues and qualities that you like in other people Mm. and almost everyone for him said you're just very selfless and he was so shocked he's like i didn't know that (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
he did he didn't actually know he was yeah. and um other people telling him made me him realize mm-hmm. and you could tell like how how happy he was like mm-hmm. knowing it but then i i thought it was really um i don't know what the word is the fact that he actually didn't know he was doing it meant like he was doing it from a good place. Yeah, exactly. And for him, it's just so natural yeah. to do it. And it's what you say, like, some people actually don't know. Like, when you're compassionate sometimes, you're trying to understand other people who are not and trying to see how they don't know. Yeah. It's like, what are you seeing? What, yeah. what are you not? And you know, Why like, are you just this? I don't know. Yeah, like, I think... I think with any, like, situation, I think, like, being kind, like, I think it just really starts from, like, putting yourself in that other person's shoes, Mm. in their position. Like, that's really where you can start. Like, if you're not understanding what someone is saying and they're, like, trying to, like, you know, make you understand their situation, like, I think one of the kindest things you can do is, like, put yourself in their situation, you know? Like, even, like, at least that way, like, you might be able to gain some sort of, like, understanding, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, like, because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like um, thinking about it, like, might, is, like, not even really enough, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, you won't know, like, what to say, really, what to do, mm-hmm. you know, unless you, like, really put yourself in, in that, that position, position, you know, and you're kind of, like, how would I want someone to treat me, you know? Yeah kind of thing it just goes back to basics you know <laughs> like treat yourself true. the way you'd want someone else to treat you you know was mm. it the other way around treat, treat yourself the way you'd like to the be way treated you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah yeah just basics though it's like things you learn in like primary school and stuff you know and you know what's funny like when we're younger mm. it's very I um I I when I was, like, in preschool, um, like, very early primary school, mm. the interactions within yourselves, there's not all this prejudice there. And you don't realize when it comes into place. But then again, it's like a, it's a conditioning of our society. Mm-hmm. But then you I never know so. when it happens. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Majority of the things that are just, like, they're just manifestations, you know? That, like, regardless of whether you're conscious them or you're conscious of them or not your Mm. body internally is you know and it's like it doesn't react until like you know later on like the years and like there's a trigger something happens and you know your body's kind of like oh like Mm. I don't like that you know or like oh like you know maybe that's not right kind of thing you know what I mean yeah yeah oh wow that's actually an interesting way because that's something I realized you know like spending time by myself a lot. That's something I realized <laughs> legit. Yeah, you know, just connecting myself. with my soul and all that. <laughs> but no, like it's true. Like I, I realize that a lot, you know, and it makes you really like really think, you know. I was speaking to someone else yesterday as well, one of my friends, and he's saying like, um, maybe in terms of becoming vulnerable and stuff mm-hmm. and how a lot of people you have to love, learn to love yourself to love others. And that kind of makes sense. But then I was like, how do you know you love yourself? Or how do you even love yourself? Yeah. And do you ever get to, like, really love yourself? Yeah. Or is it just a constant oh, learning process? It's just really difficult. Yeah. Because um, 
I remember one time, like one of my cousins, I hadn't spoken to her in a long time, like since I came here, mm-hmm. and she just randomly messaged me, and she's like, "How are you able to like be comfortable in your skin?" And I was like, I was so shocked. I'm mm-hmm. like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "You barely wear makeup." Well, I actually don't wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I wear makeup for like special special occasions. Yeah. Okay, like it's a wedding. Bam. <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. You do something I'm good like in the your life. And I do it. And it's not because I just have anything against it. I've just never had that interest of doing it like every day on a daily. And surprisingly, my mom used to be like a part-time makeup artist. Oh wow. And like I kind of know irony. how to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if someone wants to do it, I'm like, yes, do it. Like, I'm pro makeup. If you, man, do what makes you happy. But then yeah. she's like, how are you able to be in that situation? And it took me a long time to know how to respond. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I opened the message and I'm like, now she expects me to reply. But then <laughs> I, even I don't know how to reply. Because then I never thought about it in terms of, me being comfortable in my skin. I just mm-hmm. don't have an interest in wearing makeup. Like, that's that's it it is to me. And then, so slowly, I just started thinking. Like, I used to have um, the clearest skin. Like, my skin was like, whoop. And then, maybe a year ago, I got acne. Like, it just showed up. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, white pimple. And then rash. I'm like, what just happened? I went from, like, daisy to, I don't know who this is. <laughs> and, um... Like, I used to go to dermatologists and all that. Yeah. But then still, like, it wasn't... It didn't really bother me, yeah, like, yeah. that much. Of course it did. I was, like, constantly, like, because nah. it's Yeah, because, I mean, you're used to seeing your face differently. Differently, yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, I know And I remember a lot of people, like, oh, you could just wear makeup on it. I'm like, there's no point. And, um... But then I, I know for someone else, that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. They, they wouldn't know how to deal with that. They'd be like, I need to cover this up. It's not like I didn't feel like I, I did. I really wanted it to go away. I didn't mm-hmm. want it on my face. Mm-hmm. And also, I know it's not just there because it's natural for it to be there. And people would be like, you know, <laughs> what was funny? People would say nice things. And I'm like, you don't have to pretend to be nice. Like, oh, don't you just hate I'm okay with... That? dealing with this by myself and they're really trying i'm like it's fine they think you need like validation exactly they're like oh her skin looks so still beautiful like i need to say something to her like what do you mean you're still beautiful i don't need like yeah i don't know what is that funny but like (laughs) when i was answering so when i was thinking of how to answer her question i was like first of all i messaged her i'm like honestly i don't know how to answer this question let me think about it Mm. And, like, I thought about it. I'm, like, it was so hard for me to find something. But then I realized it's just that I I was trying to find that point where I was, like, I'm comfortable with my skin. Mm. I just never thought about my skin separately from my body. It's, like, <laughs> what? I've never been, like, your face. How does your skin look on your face? Oh or, I don't know, if you wear makeup. Like, how does that make your face look But, you know, I guess it's because like you that. never, you never, yeah, because it's like, if you don't think about something, if you're not used to doing something, it's, it's just, it just happens, yeah. you know, you're, it's not something that you think about, and then it's not like an issue for you. True. You know? And yeah. what I picked up, like, when she, she was responding, she's like, man, I go to a culinary school, but then girls here are like, you'd think they're in a beauty school, because of how they dress up, and she's like, so... I, it's the pressure 
that was yeah. the problem. She's like, I just feel like I should do something and as you well. Have to wear and I understood that because also when I was in high school, like girls used to go all out. They went all out. They just wear makeup and they'd be mm-hmm. like, they'd ask me, they're like, oh, why are you not wearing makeup? And I'm like, should I? Like, <laughs> I can just choose not yeah. to. But then also, as much as I knew I don't need to, mm-hmm. it was always at the back of my mind. I'm like, should I actually just try that and pressure. do it? Like, yeah. sometimes peer pressure and just pressure works in a way that you don't realize it's creeping up on you. Yeah, it's and like then when you find yourself doing stuff, you're like, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because, oh, I should, I want to fit in. Or you feel like you have to doing, do it. You, yeah. Exactly. You feel like, so it becomes you have to do it. And then the it's fact that you anymore. think you have to do it yeah. because it's normal. Yeah. You, you're telling yourself you're not being pressured to do it. And, and that's the thing, you know? Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like self-care is, like, so, 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 so important, you know? Because the thing is, like, you have to... I feel like you need to be able to, like, detach yourself from what society thinks is right and mm. normal to what you think is right and normal, you know? So, like, you can form your own opinions, you know? Like, it's fair enough to, like, you know, obviously, like, have like, be influenced and stuff, because that's inevitable. You can't help that. Yeah. But it's, like, at the end of the day, like, you shouldn't feel pressured to, like, do something that you don't want to do, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was happy she was able to recognise that, because mm. that was her realising that she's being pressured yeah. to yeah. actually just her. do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And that's what I told her. I'm like, well... To be honest, you actually asking me this just shows that you know what's going on. Mm. You know what the problem is. Mm. And now it's up to you to, like, decide what you want to do. Like, do you feel like... I even asked, like, do you feel like you need to wear makeup? And she's like, not all the time. Like, then you wear it when you want to. Because then also, it's hard for me to tell her what to do because... I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and then and you want to I was so to give her that choice as that well. she actually chose me yeah. to like and I was like, Fred, why did you ask me this question? She saw something like, in you. <laughs> oh my god, why me? And um yeah, it's just really it was just honestly it was really shocking. But then it it made me think of like other things because I work with a lot of youth as well, mm. like just around Flemington and yeah. school. Sometimes, like, we had a party. We hosted a party at our house. Mm-hmm. That was something else. <laughs> and um, even, like, when we go places and we invite some of them, like, to come with us for, I don't know, like, a show. And we're like, yeah, we get you guys tickets or something. Just to expose them to, like, elevating things. Mm-hmm. And they dress up and they wear full-on makeup. Like, which is fine. Yeah, which is um, But then sometimes, like, I, I just ask them, like, why are you wearing, like, just just curiosity. And they're like, ah, it makes you look good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Like, do you wear this to school? She's like, ah, nah, sometimes. And um, when the conversation keeps going, you realize they're just doing this because they're being, they think it's what's beautiful and it's what's going to make boys attracted to them because also they're at this adolescent age. So what they're doing is, oh, what do boys like? And when you have people like Kylie Jenner, to be honest, as like influencers, influencers I'm not saying anything bad about her, but then she's like, that's that's a person they're looking up to, so they're gonna copy what she's doing. They're yeah. fourteen. See, that's what I mean. They're fifteen. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, no, it's really hard when you're like young like that, because I feel like, yeah, it's yeah, no, it's definitely harder when you're younger, because I feel like when you're older, I feel like you're kind of able to. 
like detach yourself a little bit more. Yeah. When you're younger, you're kind of relying on all this like outside source rather than your mm. own like internal instinct because it's like we're still learning as well. You know? like not saying that I'm not learning up to today yeah. because every day you're <laughs> learning. But like when you're younger, you know, you're kind of you're looking, you know, for like you know, choices, you know, yeah. and it's like what's around you, you know, you don't think about to like look at what's inside and what mm. you want. You know, it's more of like what you're exposed to. True. You know? And I think that's one thing like we really find difficult because we know when you were there, like we do similar things. Oh, yeah, don't but I then know now it. you know better and we want them to know better, Alia. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like a battle for okay, you guys play around because you'll figure it out. But then how much do we want you to... Because also their times are different from our times. That's the thing. When I say our times, I feel so old. Honestly, I felt so old when I was, like, hosting that party. <sighs> and I was, like, the mama. I'm like, yeah. yeah I, I feel, feel like... my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like... I feel like even, like... um Even, like, when my friends come up, like, come to me for, like, advice and stuff, I always, like... I always like to give everybody a choice. Yeah. And when I give advice, it's always from, like, experience. But I think it's, like, it's really, really important to give, to be able to give people a choice. Yeah. You know, at least yeah. that way, it's, like, more thought-provoking, you know. True. And then they're able to kind of, like, connect with themselves, like, even if it's, like, a little bit, you know. Yeah. They're, like, you know, a little bit there. Like, at least they can, like, think, like, what do I want? Yeah. But, yeah. And I feel like when I was, I guess... For me, it was different. It's different for everyone. Mm. Not everyone's able to get to that point of actually thinking about things or thinking through things. Because yeah. maybe I just... I know I matured early, but it's because of the environment I was in. I was the youngest. Everyone else was pretty much older. And mm. the person who was closest to me was five years older, which was my older sister. Yeah. So it's like everyone else is matured, and these are the people around you. So you kind of also... That's what you tend that's to what copy. You saw. Yeah, and that's exactly. what I pick up on. Exactly. But it's not the same for everyone else. Exactly. And even if you have these people to look up to, it's not always the same for exactly. other people. It's different for everyone it's, always. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I guess like we just need more positive influences. Mm. Like we were having a conversation yesterday in class and someone so there's like a video there's this video of what's the song? Um Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines. Don't even get me started on that. And oh. um, so right. someone was like, is this sex exploitation? Like, of the female body. And one of the models, I forget her name. She was in this movie, like, We Are Your Friends. I think I forget her name, but she's a model in the video. And she was like, um, for her, it was liberating because she she never had an opportunity to, like, um, show her body. She didn't feel comfortable in her body or something, like, being naked. Um, and, you know, my issue is not even with them being naked. I was like, you want to be naked? Go for it. Yeah. But what are the men doing exactly. in this video with you and being naked? And the lyrics. And the lyrics of the song. Yeah. And um, that was my issue. That, <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, and that, the thing is, when that song came out, that was everybody's issue, you know? True. it's like, women are allowed to do it. Like, if you want to be naked, girl, be naked. Be naked. <laughs> but it's like, when you are, like... The, the like if you think about it in a whole yeah it's messed up it's it's so it's messed, messed up. up and that's the message of the song you think people are just look at you and they're like oh it's liberating to be naked like yeah. you're the, like that's not even what got on mind and it was really interesting because i was 
when the boys in class were speaking, they're like, yeah, 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 like, let them do what they want. I'm like, you actually don't see this and you're the male. Like, it's because also when they're watching the video, they're not looking at Robin Thicke and Pharrell. They're thinking, they're looking well, at the exactly. girls. And then and it, yeah. as a woman, you're like, no, 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 they're not just naked. It's like, what is that guy doing to her when sh- she's naked? Like, what is this video showing me? What this lyric saying, exactly. and that's a mind play. That like just being a musician, I guess the one thing I really struggle with is content. Like when people are doing stuff, and it's not just maybe in music, but mainly in music. It's because music is like an entertaining thing. Not everyone pays attention to the lyrics. Yeah. Like cool beat, cool beat, cool mm. thing. Oh my god, I love that song. The beat, the beat. Oh, the rap. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. You spit two two words out of the rap. But when you start listening to things, you're like, oh my God, what is this person saying? Mm-hmm. And then, because, and sometimes you don't realize it because you're singing the song as well. So you're in it and you're singing these words. But when you start actually thinking through the lyrics, you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And <laughs> yeah. especially music. I just have a big problem with songwriters <sighs> these days. Yeah. I'm just like, what is your intention? Do you know what's so interesting? My little brother, <laughs> he was asking me, like, he was like to me, man, like, you know, these, these like, rap songs and stuff, like, like the mainstream rap songs, yeah. you know, how they're calling girls, like, bitches and hoes, and, like, oh you know, things like that. And he's like, why, like, why do people, like, still sing along to them, you know? Oh. And I didn't, I literally, I didn't know how to answer him. You know, because I was just like, I like I'm struggling to find the answer too. Yeah. You know, like, and it was just, it was so weird. Someone who's like, he's 18, mm. and he's picking up on these things. Mm. You know, he's like, why is this okay? If an 18 year old, a t- 18 year old like male is thinking, why is why this is okay? This, yeah. And like grown ass men are singing this. It really like you know, it gets yeah. you thinking. It's like. And I've had this, I've asked that question, I guess. I've always thought about it. And I'm like, are you able to sing a song and not have those words in it? Because once it's become okay for us to say those words in songs, but then take it out of the song and call Mm -hmm. someone a hoe, it's like, oh, that's disrespectful. Oh, why are you calling me a bitch? And also on the flip side of it, it's become okay for people to use those words with mm-hmm. each other. And I see it all the time when people yeah. are doing like birthday shout outs. I'm like, oh, happy birthday to my main B. I'm like, yo, do you realize what you're doing? So it's become okay. And then we don't realize what happened. It's like, oh, these things are very offensive. But then we sing it to you. And it's like, it's okay to use like these that. words. And you can use them now because it's cool to use these words. But then what you're doing is like you're demeaning yourself. And I hate it when people actually, when they're like, oh, what's up? And they say those words to me. I'm like, nah. You know, either call me by your name or something else. That's yeah, not like You know, that. it's really weird. I feel like even, uh, are we allowed to say the word bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I feel like even like the word bitch, like you hear it, like there's different definitions for it. Mm. That's what's confusing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I feel like people... Like, depending on the environment, the situation, if you call someone, like, you know, use a sentence and you use call them a bitch, it's kind of like someone who's a leader, someone who's powerful, strong, oh, you know? Yeah. But then, like, change the environment and the connotation, you know, and whatnot, vice versa, 
it's like a bad thing. Like, you know, how dare you say this? Like, oh, why are you calling me a bitch for? I get it. You know what I mean? I think that's that's and the, also like, who the does main it? Because like, I really, really don't like Nicki Minaj songs, yeah. and I picked her specifically because I, at least I know she's someone with like a huge influence, and I'd really like to use her as an example. Um, and it was until I started listening to what she's saying in her songs that I stopped actually listening to her music. And not because she's not talented, just because I actually can't deal with what she's saying <laughs> and how vulgar it is. But then I've seen, in the same way, working with this youth, they worship these artists and they're at a place of influence. And these are just the ones I'm seeing. So there's a lot of others there. And it's what you're saying, like the context of it. So if she says it, it's cool because Nicki Minaj says it, for the example. And so it's fine, and it's, it's okay, and then it keeps on going. And I'm like, yo, you had one, one job. Influence people. And how you choose to influence people is up to you. But then, also, it's them being liberal. So how we choose to integrate it, again, it's something else. So it becomes a cycle. It's like how us as a consumers do, um, decide to interpret it, and then you as an artist, how you choose to relay that message. And that's the thing, though, because the thing is, yeah, it would help. <laughs> it would help a lot <laughs> if they actually had, like, like proper definitions. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Because <laughs> everyone's out here using yeah. every, like, you know, like, using it the way, like, they want, which is, like, because it's, like, where do these words come from? True. You know? Like, where do they come from? Mm. I think maybe like maybe mostly the entertainment industry. I need to actually. I'm gonna do research on this, and I'm gonna come and talk about this later. Yeah, like like because it's something that actually really bothers me. Um, amongst other words that um we can talk about forever, mm-hmm. and um no actually I wouldn't start that conversation. I think that one will. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I'll, I'll just wait. <laughs> I'll just wait next time. If you we need there, like another whole day to unpack out. that just conversation by itself. Let's talk about this word. Okay, all day. Thank you. Another episode. I have like a huge list. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe in terms of creativity mm. and you writing, yeah. like, how do you like? Because you write what you feel and from your influence. Um, from like um, how you're feeling at the moment. And yeah. you're influenced a lot by your experiences, like you said, Alia. Yeah. But do you feel like a pressure to write what people want? No, no, no. Mm. Never, never what people want. Because I feel like even when I started writing, like it wasn't, like it wasn't something I was doing for people, for people. to read. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, for me, like, the way I started writing was, like, I literally was just, like, I didn't even have Word, man. I had to, like, download some, like, dodgy app called <laughs> Text or something. Oh, wow. And, like, yes, yeah, so I just started, like, typing. Because, like, I found that, like, when I was writing pen and paper, it was too fast. And, like, I couldn't even, like, read what I was writing uh... as well. So, yeah, I started typing. And then, like, my laptop broke down. I lost everything. And then that's when I decided to, like... It wasn't even, like, a blog for me. It was just, like, somewhere to store my writing so that it never gets lost, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's, like, why I did it there. But I, no, I never, I never feel pressure because for me, like, the only reason I started writing a lot was because that was a way for me to, like, deal 
with my mental health. Like, when I was having a, like, really bad day, mm. like, I would just write anything. Like, it doesn't even matter if it doesn't make sense. Like, it was just, like, an outlet, you know? Yeah. And I really needed something like that because someone like me who's constantly, like, in their head, <laughs> you, like, literally every day, <laughs> like, and also, like, going through mental health, like, I needed a way to, like, let it out, mm. you know? And because it was, like, so intense, it's not something that you can, like, tell people. Yeah. You know, well, I felt like. So I just decided to write it down. In terms of, like, also mental health, like, we spoke about this a little bit earlier. Mm. Like, did you ever speak to your parents about it? You know, even that's, like, an interesting thing. I, like, no, I didn't. Like, I didn't say anything until, like, this year, actually. And it's only, like, I told my mom because, like, growing up, like, I had a lot of, like, relationship problems with my mom growing Mm. up. And, like, even, like, the house, like, it's the way it's, like, set up. Like, it's not, like, a healthy environment, like, even at the moment kind of thing. And it's, like, that kind of played a lot into, like, um, like, how I am now. And, like, me going through, like, my own, like, mental health, like, battle and journey and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, like, I don't even know what I was saying. I was just, like, thinking. See what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Like, seriously. It's okay. But, um, no, what was the question? <laughs> I, I asked, like, if you ever spoke about it. Oh, yeah. So I mentioned to my mom and my older sister after, because, bef- like, okay. Because, like, when I was, like, 20, mm. um, I, like, my, like, I was really, really, like, really, really struggling, like, really, really struggling with, like, anything, you know, like, getting out of bed, eating, talking, anything, you know, and, like, I started to, like, Google it, like, once I, like, hit 21, and then um, it got up to a point where I was just, like, well, this is, like, too much, you know, and then I started thinking that, like, you know, maybe, like there's something wrong and that's when I went to a GP but I didn't even I didn't even say to my GP like I'm here but I was just like yeah I just want a blood test <laughs> and he was like what for and I'm just like I just want to check up on my body <laughs> but he was like it was so it was so weird but like he like he, I think he like sensed something was like wrong and he gave me like um a questionnaire like two different questionnaires and then turns out he was like, oh, you know, like you have like major depression. And I was just like, oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> Something I kind of like knew, but I wasn't sure, you yeah. know. But yeah, and then like, I think um, after I started like getting like, going, going to my psychologist and stuff like that, mm. and I started to, I wouldn't say comfortable, but like I started to settle into myself kind of thing and like settle into like, going to the my psych and like you know kind of understanding a little bit of like the way I'm feeling or like not even understanding just talking about it yeah. you know being able to talk about it with someone you know and like not feeling like you're crazy you know so I feel like once I once I kind of like was like you know like you know I'm seeing someone yeah I can like I sh- like I I need to let like at least like some one in my family like no, no. yeah you no know, because it's like there were times where like I literally would not leave the house or like leave my bedroom like even leave the house like leave my bedroom like I wouldn't be oh. eating you know or anything like that 
and I felt like, you know, maybe they should know. So, yeah. like, I, and it was so random because, like, I do a lot of things just, just, like, out of the blue. And it was, like, happened to only be, like, my mom and my older sister. So, I kind of, like, just was, like, oh, I have something to say. Mm. And then my mom and my older sister came over and I was just, like, oh, look, like, you know, like, a couple of weeks ago, like, I found out that, you know, I have this. And mm. it was so, I didn't expect it to be so emotional. And I, like, broke down <laughs> saying it. Yeah. Oh, my God, don't cry. <laughs> but it was, like, it was just, it was, like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh we can God, move I on. I promise not to cry. No, it's fine. But, like, it was just, like, you know when you keep something that's so personal to you yeah. for so long and it's, like, it's so painful? Mm. And, like, you want to let the people you care about, like, know so that, like, they don't, like, misjudge it. Because, like, when you're feeling, like, depressed, like, one of the symptoms is that you really, like, lash out on people because you don't want to be around anyone. So it's, like, yeah. anyone that's around you is just annoying. Mm. And, like, you'll just lash out at them. Well, that's, like, one of the things I do. Like, I just get really, like, snappy, you know, like, very irritated. Yeah. You know, so it's like I will say things that I don't mean and I didn't want to do that, that to, to them. Yeah. So that's like why I told them and yeah, like it was just it was really emotional. But mm. I'm glad I said it because I feel like they needed to know, if anything. Did it even change like your relationships with them? It did because like it did because, like, my I feel like my mom isn't someone who picks up on people's feelings easily. Okay. So, like, I think letting her in to something that's so, like, like personal to me, that's, like, affecting me, mm-hmm. she might be able to, like, understand, you know, at least and, like, kind of, like, be like, oh, she's feeling like this, or it must be because, like, you know, she's not feeling okay today. Okay, yeah. You know, so I feel like in that sense, yeah. It's allowed her to understand a bit more. Yeah, you oh, know. Wow. Yeah, so, like, it helps, like, that way. Like, our relationship now is um is better mm. because, of, because of that. That's nice. But, yeah. It's like a victory in crisis. Mm. Uh, yeah. Nah, that's I a mean, bad it, way to say it. Crisis? It, <laughs> like, it, it helps, like, it helps our relationship, like, a lot because... I think for me, like, I remember even, like, whenever we used to, like, um, fight and, like, disagree on things, I mean, um, it would always just be, like, because she's not understanding the way I'm feeling, you know? And it was, like, always hard for me mm. to, like, it's always hard to explain depression. Yeah. You know? Because it's, like, it's different for everyone. There's the basic symptoms, but it's it's different for everybody, yeah, you know? Because you're, right. you're dealing with, like, the mind. The mind is a very, like, complicated, yeah. like, organ, you know? Even, like... You know, like, mental health is something that, to be honest, I believe is not, like, ready for the world. Because, like, you know, people, like, you know, like not even, like, like specialists know how to, like, you know, everyone's still trying to figure it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, true. Like, the only person that knows it, like, that well is the person going through Experience it, it, you know? So it's, like, it's hard to explain yeah. as well, you know? I don't know. What, do you find it helpful, like, also meeting people who are going through the same thing? Because sometimes I feel like when you're frustrated or depressed and you're speaking to someone and they understand what you're talking about, either because you've gone through it or they're going through it at the same time, and you're kind of on the same wavelength, it's like, wow, you actually know what I'm talking about. So you're able to kind of 
help each other not even necessarily because they tell you what to do mm. just you knowing that this person understands and you're sharing it with each other yeah like i mean yeah because like i feel like for me i'm so glad you brought that up because literally for me like i think one of the biggest like people in my life that has like that kind of like he doesn't know it <laughs> but like he like he has like helped me a lot just I don't know I don't know like it's not even like anything he's like said it's just it's just the fact that I know that someone so amazing mm. you know someone I look up to and like love and care about so much is going through the same thing as me you know mm. and I'm watching them like you know be so like amazing and yeah. like you know being a creative like by the way Wani this is great. <laughs> But like legit, like he just like everything he does just like blows me away because I'm just like, literally I'm like if he can do it, I can do it. So for me, he's like hope. Wow, he's hope wow, that's really good because I. It's good that you've identified like, even one person. There's probably other people. Yeah. But then the fact that you've identified the spaces or the people you know if i go here it's actually a safe space because mm-hmm. also i feel like for a lot of people they don't have that that yeah. home and maybe yeah. it also took you a while to find that place like did, that yeah. resolve and it's like oh my god that's it like yeah. if i need reassurance i either watch you do what you do yeah. or <laughs> hey what's up Literally. this is what's going on and all i need to do is just speak to you and even you're not saying anything it's like oh I feel so much better. Yeah. Like, I don't even... The thing, the funny thing is, like, it's... I don't even have to, like, tell him if I'm, like, having a bad day. It's more like... It's more like even just, like, talking to him. Like, if I'm not... He doesn't... Oh, far out. I'm just... Let it, oh, why? Oh, my God. Well, now you know. He better not hear this. But, like... Probably will hear this. I just feel like... Literally, like, I feel like... I feel like whenever I'm having, like, a bad day... Like, sometimes I'll just, like, talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel like it, I don't know, for me, like, it helps. Just because, like, he was he was the first person I knew that was going through mental health. And it was, like, it just, I don't, I literally, like, I just, I don't even know. Like, he was, I think it's just the pure fact that he was going through mental health. And he was, like, he was just, he was there, mm. you know. Like, he was just, like. It was just being so great. Like, I was, like, I literally, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I remember, like, even, like, it just, I don't know. Like, I just, oh, I God. actually like that you're really it's trying to articulate it, but it's something. It's um, so much greater indes- than, Indescribable. Know. Yeah. You like, know. the feeling of it, I guess. Yeah, like, it's just, like, literally, I think the only word that comes to the tip of my tongue is, he's literally just a sign of hope for me. Wow, that's good. Yeah, now he knows, Damn it. and maybe tell him today also. Damn it! <laughs> hey, um, just so you know, you'll soon find out you're my sign of hope. Listen, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should know. Like, I literally messaged this girl on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, um, I don't know if you remember me, but <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I was, I didn't know what to expect, but I just. There's this thing telling me, just do it. She's, and you, I did it and she went with it. Because, you know, you can either tell someone and they're just like, nah, or they're like, uh, I don't know. 
but there was no even doubt. She's like, yeah, that's amazing. I want to do it. What do you want to talk about? I'm like, <laughs> what do I want to talk about? <laughs> Look, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I just feel like I can do anything. You know what I mean? So it's like if someone, if some, like especially because you were like, oh, like you told me it was like a podcast and I was just like, oh, what the hell? That's so cool. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll support you. Like, like I like, was just there. Support. Like, I was here for your support. Like, yeah. I'm here for your glow up. Thanks so much. Right, thank, thank you, you so me. much for just going with it. And also being patient because <laughs> it's okay don't worry about it yeah that's um, stressful not everyone's like patient. I was like an hour late <laughs> it's, it's all good um, you guys will have to know that I mean this about us or not why are you why are you <laughs> <laughs> no that's definitely <laughs> saying you know <laughs> oh, oh I promise I would show this to you